What's up, everybody? Week 8 of the Big 12 football season is here, and it's that time of the week when I give you my lock, my underdog, and my bad bet of the week in the Big 12 Conference. We've been doing this all year long, and the picks are rolling 11-6-1 on the season. Let's go. Give me a little Ric Flair. Woo-hoo. Yeah, baby. I'm fired up for it. I hope you are as well. Sorry, I can't get that high. I can't get Ric Flair height on my voice. I just can't do it. If I could, I would, but I don't want to embarrass myself, especially because we're rocking and rolling with this record this year. So how we do it, I give you one lock. I give you one underdog. The lock could be an underdog. The lock doesn't have to be a favorite. A lock, an underdog, and a bad bet. So if my be- if I say, hey, avoid this team minus the points and the other team covers, that's a win. That's how it works. We already got the wise guys on YouTube. Donnie Boy on YouTube. Lock of the week, Iowa State won't lose. I'm with you there, Don. 110%, brother. No doubt about it. Iowa State will not lose this week. For those of you who are not paying attention, Iowa State ain't playing this week. So let me start off with my underdog of the week. All right, let's start there. My underdog of the week is Baylor plus three and a half at Cincinnati. Cincinnati has looked really bad since Big 12 play started. Now, in fairness, Baylor has as well. They had one really good comeback, um, and that was really it. So both these teams appear to be bottom feeders in the Big 12. But one thing that's become very obvious if you've been watching the Big 12, the new teams are struggling mightily, especially Cincinnati, UCF, throw in BYU. Houston got a Hail Mary win last week, so you know you take it with a grain of salt. But I think all four of these teams are going to finish in the bottom five or six in the league standings when all is said and done. Baylor's coming off a bye week. Cincinnati's coming off a 20-point blowout against Iowa State. Baylor, if they have any chance, if Dave Aranda wants any opportunity to try to turn this season around and get to a bowl game, it's got to start on Saturday. He knows that. Dave Aranda's seat is not hot. It shouldn't be, by the way. The guy won the Big 12 two years ago. But it's, it's starting to at least simmer a hair. And frankly, it should. Right? This team has regressed since it won a Big 12 title. And at some point, you're two years removed from a Big 12 title. It starts to feel like a long time away, especially when last year was such a disappointment. So this is the game. This is the moment for Dave Aranda coming out of a bye week. And here's the thing. I get the better quarterback of two bad teams and Blake Shapin. I get the team coming off a bye week. I know they're on the road, but Cincinnati has not proven to be incredible home field advantage thus far. It was. They had some juice there for that Oklahoma game. I will admit that. I heard very good reviews from those of you who are there for that atmosphere, but wasn't the same last week uh, with Iowa State. Now, I know the rain was falling and whatnot, but still. I am, um, not that I was ever on the Cincinnati train, I'm definitely off it. Cincinnati does not deserve to be a favorite in conference play based on what I've seen thus far. So if nothing else, that's the biggest reason. Cincinnati has not earned the right to be a favorite in Big 12 play. They were last week, they got blown out by 20. They are this week, I think they're going to lose outright as well. So uh, they have not covered a spread since week two against Pitt. They are 0-4 against the spread in their last four games. So 
Uh, give me Baylor plus three and a half. That is my underdog of the week in the Big 12. Now, my bad bet of the week. And this is, this is dicey, but hear me out on this. My bad bet of the week is Texas minus 22 and a half at Houston. Now, Texas might boat race Houston. I don't deny that's a possibility. But this is a pick I'm making for two reasons on why I think Texas minus 22 and a half is a bad bet, meaning I would go to Houston. Number one is what the wise guys are doing. 40% of the money is on Houston. That's it. So six out of 10 bets are on the Longhorns, but the line's not moving. That tells me the bigger bets, the big money is on the Cougars in this game to cover the 22 and a half. This is Dana Holgerson's Super Bowl this year. I'm not saying he's going to win the game, but I'll tell you this much. He's beaten Texas at West Virginia. He's not afraid of Texas. I was at the Texas-West Virginia game. I think went to overtime. Uh, gosh, that was just such a, I was in Austin for that game. I want to say it was 2018. That was the season I was there, and it was an incredible game. Back and forth, especially in that fourth quarter. He's beaten Texas. He's not afraid of the moment. He's not afraid of Texas. Donovan Smith, his quarterback, beat Texas last year at Texas Tech. Now, I don't think he's got those same horses, but you're starting to see, and you saw it last week against a good West Virginia defense, the offense start to figure it out. Donovan Smith, get more comfortable. So you got to give Houston that much. They're 3-3 three and three against the spread this year, are the Cougars. Uh, by the way, they are 3-1 and one at home against the spread this year. So that's got to be worth something. And it's a gut thing as well. It's a big money thing following that trend. And then it's also a gut thing that Houston's playing a little bit better. Yes, Texas is coming off a bye week. But the other thing is, you know, Houston played on Thursday. So they've had this kind of mini bye week uh, the last 10 days or so. So they're not going to be necessarily more worn down than UT is coming off of uh, a bye week where they lost to Oklahoma. So I'm going to take Houston plus the 22 and a half. Yes, it's questionable. I get it. But that to me is my bad bet. Texas minus 22 and a half on the road against Houston. And if Houston fans are ever going to show up and get some life into that stadium, it's got to be on Saturday. And I do think that's going to end up happening. Now, let me give you my lock of the week. And you're going to notice a trend here. All these games involve new Big 12 teams for different reasons. My lock of the week is Oklahoma minus 17 and a half against UCF. This thing could get ugly. And I am shocked, by the way, because I'll be transparent with you. I am shocked that the wise guy money is all in on UCF. It is. I mean, 25% of the bets are on UCF, and the line is moving in their direction. It's opened up at OU minus 18.5. It's now at OU minus 17.5. So maybe I'm the sucker here, but I've seen enough of UCF two weeks ago against Kansas, and by the way, throughout Big 12 play to begin with, and it has not been pretty, especially trying to stop anything on the ground. I mean, either way, they can't stop anything. But they're 2-4 and four against the spread this year. They're getting way too much love from Vegas. And OU is not getting nearly enough credit. OU is 6-0 and against the spread. OU feels like 
TCU last year. And it's weird to say about Oklahoma because you get TCU being disrespected. But OU being disrespected like this by Vegas, I don't get it. The defense is electric. Brent Venables has that thing humming. The offense under Dylan Gabriel and Jeff Levy continued. By the way, where are you at? OU fans complaining about Jeff Levy. Uh, they have been phenomenal um, the last couple of weeks. So things are trending in the right direction for Oklahoma. Both teams are off a bye. And this is an OU team that I think is going to continue to surprise a lot of people this year. I don't think they should. I think you watch the team and you're like, dang, that, especially this year, that's a top five team in the country right now. Easy. And they are rolling through teams this season. I mean, you know, Iowa State's a good team. And let's not forget, a couple of weeks back, they blew out Iowa State by 30 points. I mean, yes, it was a game in the first half, but they took control of that game. Now, Iowa State keeps getting better. And I think Iowa State's going to be one of those teams that you uh, look back on in November and say, wow, they're a completely different team from what they were in late September. But still, this is a good Oklahoma team. And the fact that they're only 17 and a half point favorites against UCF, a UCF team that can't stop anybody. Uh, wow. I was blown away by that. By the way, Oklahoma, what do they do? Well, I mean, they do a lot of things well, but one thing they do really well is they take the ball away. They lead the big 12 in interceptions. And by the way, UCF throws quite a few. Uh, they lead the big 12 in red zone offense. That's been impressive in many ways. They are second in red zone defense. I mean, just all the little things, the big things, this team does it well. They protect the quarterback. They get to the quarterback. And these are things that if you're UCF, if you're Gus Malzahn, they have got to scare the daylights out of you going into this game. Never mind being at Norman. So UCF is also 0-3 against the spread on the road. They are not playing well on the road especially thus far against Big 12 opponents. They are just not living up to the moment. So uh, I am all in on OU, minus 17.5. That is my lock of the week in the Big 12. So my lock is OU minus 17.5. My underdog of the week is Baylor plus 3.5 against Cincinnati. And my bad bet of the week is Texas minus 22.5 against Houston. Now, I'm going to pick the other games. By the way, if you're on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. Subscribe to the channel if you would. And you know what to do on the podcast. Five stars. What do you say? Takes you 20 seconds. Can you help me get the 750 on the rating side by, uh, what do you say, a month from now? Come on. You can do it. It'll take you two seconds. And if you want the free koozie, just leave the review and send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O at heartlandcollegesports.com. I'll pick the other games, but they are not counting against my record. I told you guys that earlier in the season. You wanted me to pick all the games? I said, fine, but I'm only doing three that count against my record. The underdog, the lock, and the bad bet. But I'll pick the other games. West Virginia hosting Oklahoma State. Give me the Mountaineers minus three and a half in that game. I might buy the half a point, get it down to three. But... Oklahoma State's coming off two huge wins, right? Back-to-back, enormous wins. Kansas State, Kansas, suddenly they're back in contention. No one saw this coming. Uh, it's been very impressive what they've done the last two weeks. But Mike Gundy is a beast at home as an underdog. Uh, he is incredible. Look back at the stats. I think he's won 8 of 10 outright as a home dog. On the road's a different story. 
And this West Virginia team is licking its wounds. Thursday night, Hail Mary lost to Houston. Neil Brown wants these guys to get back on track. They're home. Morgantown's tough. Mike Gundy's not the same on the road as he is at home. And I, I just look at this West Virginia team, and I think it's a better team. I get a better team at home with more rest. Sign me up for that 10 out of 10 times. And for what it's worth, it looks like the big money is on West Virginia because more bets have been placed on Oklahoma State. 54% of the bets are on Oklahoma State. But the line has moved in favor of Oklahoma State. It opened up at West Virginia minus three. It's now West Virginia minus three and a half despite the fact that more bets are coming in on the Cowboys. That's reverse of what you would expect. So that tells me there's much more money on West Virginia because Vegas wants you to take Oklahoma State plus three and a half, and I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. So I will take West Virginia minus three and a half in that game. The other two games, we've got uh, Kansas State and TCU. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. This is such an intriguing game. I left it out of my... Just because I don't know what's going on at quarterback, right? I mean, Josh Hoover, Avery Johnson, um, Will Howard's still going to be in the mix. When you've got two freshmen who could play the bulk of the time at quarterback for both teams, you're talking about a coin flip here, man, right? That being said, I would lean and I would pick TCU plus six and a half in this game. They look to be a completely different team with Josh Hoover running the offense than they did with Chandler Morris. And I feel bad for Chandler Morris saying that. But Hoover lit it up last week, man. He he looked outstanding. And you're talking about a touchdown difference between these two teams? I don't see it. K-State's secondary is very vulnerable. You saw Hoover throw for 400 yards last week against BYU. Why can't he do something like that this week? Right, I I think it's entirely possible, not likely, but possible. And here's the other thing. TCU's defense is going to be prepared for the Avery Johnson package in a way that Texas Tech was not. So that is less likely to catch the other team off guard, and I think that's going to work out in TCU's favor. I'm not saying TCU wins the game outright, but I'm going to lean TCU plus 6.5 in that one on Saturday Nights. And then the other game on Saturday night, Texas Tech on the road, minus three and a half at uh, BYU. So uh, this is a very intriguing game because the loser of this game has officially seen its season more or less come to an end when it comes to any hopes of being in a Big 12 race by the end of the year. It's probably the case already for both teams. But whoever loses this game, it will be the nail in the coffin effectively. So I'm looking at this and I'm saying, okay, uh, BYU is coming off a 30-point blowout at TCU. Texas Tech is in a spot where they had a very tough loss to Kansas State. Neither of these teams have been great against the spread. Tech is 3-4. and four, Baylor is 2-4. and four. But I'm going to lean and roll Texas Tech minus 3.5 over BYU. And here's, here, here's the biggest reason why. BYU, despite the fact that the record isn't awful, right? Despite the fact that they're sitting there and you're like, oh, they're 4-2. and two. Oh, That's pretty good. 
Well, here's the thing. Since Big 12 play started, they looked overmatched against Kansas. They looked overmatched against TCU. And don't forget, in that Cincinnati game at home, I mean, frankly, if you were to just look at the box score in that game, Cincinnati dominated that game. More first downs. They had 200 more total yards of offense. I mean, they did everything that you would expect them to do, except for the fact that Cincinnati had more mistakes, penalties, and turnovers. But Cincinnati got the ball up and down the field. BYU's defense is a major concern. And the problem with the offense is that it appears very much one-dimensional. They cannot run the ball to save their lives. They're averaging 67 yards per game on the ground. So that is wildly problematic for anybody going forward in Big 12 play. So I think BYU's got a lot of troubles right now, and I'm going to go Texas Tech minus 3.5 in that game. I'm Pete Mundo on heartlandcollegesports.com. Thanks for being here and joining us. As a part of the show, you've heard my lock of the week, which is OU minus 17.5. My bad bet of the week is Texas minus 22.5 against Houston. And my underdog, Baylor, plus 3.5 against Cincinnati. And then for the other games I just gave you, I like West Virginia minus 3.5 against Oklahoma State. I like TCU plus 6.5 against Kansas State. And I like Texas Tech minus 3.5 at BYU. There you go. Enjoy the games this weekend. Follow us on Instagram. We'll have stories up on there, on Twitter, and on Facebook, of course. And join our free message boards at heartlandcollegesports.com. A great way to get involved and join us and be a part of the conversation. Hit subscribe on YouTube. Hit the like button. And um, we so appreciate you guys being here and joining us on the show. Ken asks if we'll go on the Purple Pod. I I don't know what the Purple Pod is. But if they want to reach out and invite me on the show, Pete Mundo at heartlandcollegesports.com, I would be happy to join those folks, assuming they're good guys and they like what we do. I, I would do it. I would no problem doing that. Corey says, let's go Mountaineers. Big game for you guys. Can't lose two straight after the way this season started. Uh, <laughs> UCF fan. I'm going with UCF covers or they lose by 30 and won't make a bowl game. <laughs> That's very confident there. Very confident. All right, we got the West Virginia fan saying WVU 36, Oklahoma State 21. Uh, that might be a bit aggressive, but I like the confidence. Uh, Lance has it, Oklahoma State 37, West Virginia 33. You guys know where I'm at. I'm on a WVU minus the three and a half there. So you guys have a great night. Please share the show. This thing is growing every week. It's because of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great rest of the day. Take care.